Kenya. Uh, we talk about a lot. You would talk about a lot? Yeah, she's a very interesting woman. It, how so? She, what would you she, talk about? Um, how it's possible to get started in the pageant system as a young kid. Because, you know, me, I'm having a daughter and I want her to be conscious about her beauty and not be worried about things of that nature. And how she's transformed into a businesswoman today. Well, I shocked the hell out of me. Any more questions? <laughs> Do you want nope. your daughter to be in pageants? No, I want an athlete. So, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
And I sent her some gifts before from my shop. <laughs> I have these, um, what are they? Uh, they're mugs that say the definition of a hypocrite. And I think it, I put something shady about Marge or whatever. And I sent it to her. <laughs> so we already knew each other. It's like, we finally got to meet each other in person. And from there, it was like nonstop for three days. And I barely ate, barely slept. I, it was insane. Could you ladies have done three days, three days work? Because Saturday was a lot. It was it so was much. So I didn't leave because it was too crazy out there. Like um, Bravo, Bravo, Ducking Bravo. She was also in the SVIP lounge, but she kept going to panels. And I was like, why? It's so amazing in here. And like, it's scary out there. She took video of the Beverly Hills panel because she, SVIP and VIP are supposed to have like seats that are closer or something. And there was like different lines, but I guess it was just, they bum rushed and it was scary. And that's like my biggest fear. So I'm like, I'm not going out there. And I felt so bad because Bali and Ariana, <laughs> Bali from Family Karma and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, they asked me Friday night if I would go to their panel the next day. And I was like, Oh, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I cannot. I'm sorry. I love you guys, but that's too scary. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was animalistic out there. It was, I, I, it was tribal yeah. and animalistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like, it was like, you saw, you know, how in mean girls, they talk about how like, the animal side of women comes alive in high school and they saw all start yes. emulating different jungle animals. Yeah. Felt very much like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I saw and the Toms walking and girls were screaming in their faces. Like they were literally just like, hi, they're like screaming and they were drunk. It was like 10 in the morning. The bar was I, early. Yeah, it was open early. I cannot speak to, I, I did the same thing, right? Like I unfortunately <laughs> bum rushed, bum rushed Countess Luann in a way that like literally her security had to ward me off. I was, it was. Oh, she I, had security? Was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was walking around with four dudes, like paving the way for her as she glided through oh, in her God. red Michael Jackson suit. Good for <laughs> her. I have a full life-size cutout of Luann literally oh my like goodness. stop I love her I mean like I love her who she is as a whole what she symbolizes like we've seen her be so high and mighty and righteous and then have this huge fall from grace and then kind of rise like a phoenix and she's even though like a lot of people laugh at her sometimes me included but like she's living her best life she you know? is that's the dream. Like I'm jealous. She's unapologetically herself. Right. Yes. And that's what only anyone can hope to be in life is just themselves. So give we, it up for her that Luann has been to Atlanta a couple of times with her cabaret. We haven't seen her, but we did score tickets to Sonia in the city when she was here in Atlanta. Ooh. Have you seen her yet? Her show? Not no. It's as chaotic as you would think it is. I bet. But I really like, want to see so this skill of smoking a cig out of her badge because <laughs> I want to know, like, is she actually like putting her leg up in the air? Or because for me, when I heard that rumor that Heather Thompson 
you know, revealed, which I thought was really like, come on, support other women, Heather. Like, what are you doing? But I pictured, so I laughed because I was like, this doesn't look, this doesn't make Sonia look bad. This makes Heather look bad for telling. And actually in my mind, I had like this vision of Ace Ventura, like her just like bent over, <laughs> like pretending to talk out of her ass, like with a cigarette or something. I don't know. But none of that was during the show. None of that. She did keep like <laughs> fixing her, her <laughs> underwear didn't happen. during the show. Do you remember that? She kept literally raising her whole dress up. Oh, like, see, I don't feel like Sonia needs to do that. She like, doesn't. It was, um, it was, <laughs> it wasn't worth paying for. Oh, yeah, I'm glad with that. We got free tickets. I thought it was still fun though, especially in comparison to the show that we had seen like a couple months earlier, LP and I also scored tickets to Austin and Craig's pillows and beer Wait, live show, tell me. <laughs> which we certainly didn't pay for. Like those tickets were free. We, there also were less. Austin deserves $0 of my money. That's Austin owes us money. All yeah. of us. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Seriously though, his beer tastes like ass. They handed oh. out free drop hop and it's water piss. It's like worse <laughs> than Miller Lite, which in my book is. Is, is it low fat- calorie at least? No. I don't know. Wow. It wasn't, and, it wasn't great. See, that's offensive to me. How dare you, Austin yeah. Cole? Get it together. No, besides just like living in the world the way that you live in the world, your beer should at least be good. Wait, did you guys see him at BravoCon? Uh, Not physically, no. no. We, we went to the <laughs> Summer House panel, but he was not at that. I was getting heavy Predator vibes because I saw him at the Gansevoort in the like lobby bar slash restaurant or whatever. And he was just pacing back and forth, like waiting for some girl to throw themselves at him or something. And it was just like, I can't control my, my facial reactions when him or Shep are out. Shep, I think he knows how much I dislike him because we had like issues, like unspoken issues for two full days. I was like, Unsp- oh, tell us more. What was this unspoken issue? To me for like two days. I swear to God. I'm like, why is Shep obsessed with me? He's everywhere that I go. And literally I was only in the SVIP for two days. So like he was just there all the time. And then um, Friday night, I was there when Genshaw crashed BravoCon at yes. the party. I was sobbing to Chanel Ian. And like, cause I was on shrooms and I just love her and I got emotional and I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. But luckily by the grace of God, or maybe the shrooms, Jen Shaw walks in, they make eye contact and scream and start dancing together. And I'm just like, what is happening? I'm in like mortified that I'm crying. And then I'm like in shock that Jen Shaw walks in. Then somehow Jen Shaw's wearing like sunglasses at night inside but we somehow still made like eye contact but by the shrooms I think and I just put out my arm and she threw her Gucci fur over my arm okay dancing and I was just like what is happening is this real what and now since that news came out that she has all these fakes I'm like shoot should I go through that list and see if the Gucci fur is on there because now I'm obsessed with knowing was I holding a real Gucci (laughs) fur or not 
but wait, think- we were talking about Shep. Yeah. So that <laughs> night, Shep. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, I'm still in shock over that whole experience, but uh, understandably, that sounds like, that sounds like a trip. Like no joke. I think Literally, you get yeah. a plus plus for Bravo, exp- Bravo con experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I started but- taking streams at Andy's legends ball. And I just remember thinking like, what is happening? Is this real <laughs> life? Like Ramona's on stage with, I don't even remember who I was just like, this is nuts. And I was sitting next to Dylan Hafer from Bravo Betches and he probably hates me now because I don't know what I'm like, you know, from the other side, but I'm on shrooms. <laughs> I only know my side and I must have scared him. <laughs> that sounds like, an, yeah, it sounds honestly incredible. We, <laughs> the one thing that we certainly came away from BravoCon all agreeing on was that we could not get general admission next year. No, never, 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 never. Yeah. It felt like I was in a pen with other animals. Like that's what it felt like. At one point though, I started looking at the lines for the bar and I, the SVP lines, like there was nobody in them. And I was like, that's my line. And they didn't check. (laughs) They They didn't didn't check. check? No, I just. Oh my gosh. That's funny because Friday, I noticed at the end of the day in the SVP lounge, I left early because I was like, wait a second. This was so calm and relaxing when I got in here this morning. And now I'm like, I don't think these people belong in here. And I'm (laughs) like, am I about to start checking wristbands? And that's when I was like, no, I don't work here. I'm going to (laughs) leave and just get ready for the next event. Yeah. I just did it for the bar line. I didn't have the gall to go into any of the VIP spaces because I think they were checking people going into that. But um, second day they did. They got their act together on the second day because I literally saw people just like they were going underneath the thing like the what do you call it? There's a name for those things. There is a name. And for Heather them. Gay or partitions turnstall. Is that what it, a, no, it's something it's like? Yeah, I feel like you're on the <laughs> partition <laughs> or there's um, like a name for it. But yeah, people ropes. are just going under them. Airport lines have them. You know, <laughs> yeah. Nobody cared. It felt very scary to me. I don't like that feeling. And luckily for me, being a you know, weed smoker, I had to go outside and I made friends with Javits security. So that was the best, one of the best parts of BravoCon because literally it was like, I could just relax. And I knew that the guy in the blue suit, he knows me. And if anything happens, I'm running to him. (laughs) Nice. So you had your exit strategy. Yes. So you're in New York, right? And you you were telling us that you're not far from um, Dorinda's spot in the Berkshires. Do yeah. you have any other run-ins with any other like New York or New Jersey housewives? Oh. Teresa comes up here. So I'm not in New York City. I'm like two and a half hours north near Albany, which is actually the capital. I don't know if everyone knows that. <laughs> People usually think New York City is a capital. Right. But um, and it's pouring up here, so it's not that exciting. Um, however, we do have Saratoga and there's a racetrack, like a horse racetrack, which Sonia Morgan is she's originally from that that town. And so I think there's an episode on Roni where they went to the track and I think they went to the track again on another show. I can't remember um backyard envy do you guys remember that show loved it Me yes too. Oh. oh my god it was so good they Bring actually it back. 
<laughs> yeah, bring it back for real. They actually uh, worked on um, a friend of mine, his farm. I don't know. I wouldn't say he's like a friend of mine. He's like a business network type of connection. But um, he, they did their season finale of season two at their farm up here. So I thought that was cool. And now, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but there's a rea- there is a reality show similar to like Below Deck, Southern Hospitality, Vanderpump Rules that is taking place at around here. I won't say exactly where. Um, so who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, Dorinda comes here sometimes. Um, and she's just in Massachusetts in the Berkshires, which is 45 minutes away, right over the state line. And weed is fully legal. Well, it's fully legal in New York, but we don't have any recreational dispensaries. And they have recreational dispensaries that actually have like different strains and options. So I go there just to get, cause I, I don't know, some people would say I'm kind of like a snob when it comes to <laughs> concentrates and things like that. Um, but I have lots of flour too that I don't go there for, but I'm still waiting. I do want to go to, um, the dispensary that they went to on ultimate girls trip. I reach out to them. I just haven't like, we haven't officially done anything yet or scheduled anything but all Rinda I talked to her about being on the show so hopefully someday when things settle down yeah that like, would be awesome mm-hmm. like it, things have been crazy since BravoCon like it's just nuts still <laughs> and I can't wait for next year oh my gosh we can't wait for next year um I, I keep getting kind of stuck in like the northeast housewife sphere but um uh, recently Bethany, she was on watch what happens live and she's promoting her new podcast. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but it's essentially, I mean, it's giving me two T's in a pod. Like that she's kind of recapping or talking about like housewife world stuff. Have you listened to it at all? LP have you? I have not. I could not. So I follow Bethany on Instagram pretty closely. Um, and I am down for her like cosmetic, uh, critiques that she's been giving. Do you guys follow Bethany closely on? Okay. Not closely, but yeah, I've seen, you know what I mean? She's been like going through and critiquing cosmetics as of late at drugstore and high end. I find it very informative. Great. Yeah. Uh, I watched her HBO show horrid, couldn't stand it. So I don't know that I'm going to jump full into this like podcast where she's critiquing something she left. Uh, but I, a Bethany fan and I hope she does well by you know same I mean I feel like uh I think it's interesting she did give shade towards Teddy and Tamara she was like well for one because Jeff Lewis was like well what what makes your podcast any different and she was like well I didn't get fired like she made a point Mm. of throwing out that dig and she said and I'm not bitter That was a really awkward was Watch like, What Happens Live episode with her and Jeff Lewis. I thought it was amazing because I like, loved it. It was amazing, no, but it, I was like, ooh, yes. I was like clutching my pearls the whole time. <laughs> she was very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> Poor Jeff. <laughs> and Jeff was like, I'm scared to speak now. I don't know. <laughs> that was so great. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys like Jeff Lewis? Because I love him. I do. I do. I didn't, I didn't watch a ton of his show. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike so him or anything, but. I didn't watch a lot. show was good. Yeah. I know that he and uh, Jenny Pulos are still like beefing, which is sad. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. I mean, you never know what goes on in friendships to make amend, but 
that, that seemed like, they seemed like they had a really good partnership and friendship and yeah. He was kind of me for though. Oh, <laughs> he was, he was, I think it's I hard hope. to work with, I think. Yeah. I would hope my expectations. He's a, he's, he is a dick. And I think some of it was for television, right? Like, I think he probably enhanced some of that. I don't know. Maybe that's exactly how he is, but yeah, I think he is. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, okay. Before we hop into some of these awards, um, are we watching one of two shows, Southern hospitality and, or winter house right now? Both. I know that winter house just wrapped, um, so I guess I'll kind of start there. What do you think, Jenny, about the new additions to the house? Okay, so I don't even like to say her name. I call her the girl who expects compliments. I have major, major issues with her. However, I also, because I was so like emotionally triggered by her in the beginning when she was like, no one compliments me. I'm like, what the hell? I was literally like, aggressively reminding my children, like, don't expect compliments. Like what world does a person get to? Oh no, we lost. Oh no. Should I continue? Yeah, go ahead. She'll pop back in. Um, I was just saying like, in what world do you expect compliments just for like entering a room? Like, I just think that's so crazy. And so I started spiraling. I'm like tweeting (laughs) and I'm like counting the girls who expects compliments at night. But um, then somebody on Twitter sent me something saying like their theory that she's part of, I forgot the name of this organization, but it, it's a cult. And I started looking it up and I was like, oh my God, it like freaked me out. And it gave me the same feeling that I had when I first Googled Mary Cosby, when oh, Salt Lake God. City started. And I was like, that actually I was fearful of Mary Cosby for two full seasons while Mm -hmm. everyone's like who is this porky lady I'm like oh my god Google like there's murder there's lots of crazy cult like things and so I started spiraling over Winter House and then I'm like okay where did she come from it was Jason Cameron who met her through Instagram right and so Jason Cameron is one of the first Bravo labs that I interviewed on my show back in February, he was like my Valentine's day date. And if you look at the dates on winter house, he started filming that a couple of weeks later. Right. So during our, I don't know if it's, if I put it in the episode, the final episode, but at one point in the conversation, he was like, we're talking about, um, winter house season two. And I was like, so would you go on again? And he was like, absolutely. And he's like, do you want to come with me? And I'm like, I start laughing because I'm like, one, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't even know you. (laughs) Two, I'm never going on Winter House or Summer House or anywhere near those models. Number three, um, I have a whole family and everything, whatever. So I'm like, this is just like a joke. But then I'm like watching this and seeing how Jess got there. And it's all through him knowing her on Instagram. And then like that whole weird dynamic, I'm like, so then I, you know, I went through my spiral with her. And then I remembered that he like jokingly asked me to be on with him. And then I was like, could this be me? Oh my God. And I just like, I have issues with that show now. (laughs) Weird. I'm like, I'm sorry. I asked. (laughs) I wonder if like, 
literally he was tasked with like, Hey, go find somebody else because that's I mean, how homegirl got on there. I mean, I know that's so weird. Jenny, right? It could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one, another thing that really freaked me out is that she completely disassociated herself from the show on social media. Hmm. And I find that to be so weird. Like, have you ever seen any Bravo Leb just be like, not even associating themselves? And also she's like a metaverse realtor. So we know you're on social media. We know you know how to use the internet. So it was intentional. And that's why I'm like, oh my God. Then I started to feel bad for her. I'm like, what if like, cause she said she's homeschooled. I'm like, what if her parents are in this cult and like, she like begged them to go on and was like, I promise I'll be good. And like, everything will be on camera. And like, you'll see what I do. And like, maybe she's convinced them like, it'll be a great business opportunity or something. And they're like, fine. And then they find out what happens. And like, now she's like stuck in her closet or something. <laughs> and so I clearly spiraled a lot, but yeah, I guess I love this show. <laughs> yeah, we I love it. I love to I don't think you've seen any Winter House. Um I Oh my she, gosh, you need to. I know. She <laughs> she drives me crazy. I have a hard time with like girls who are like not a girl's girl but then also yes. secretly want approval from the girls but yes. surround themselves with the boys who give them attention. It's really confusing. Um yes. which I think was Paige's issue. She was like, "Why do you keep talking shit when like nothing's even happening on our end. You're never around. <laughs> like what is, what's the problem? Um, and then she falls in love with Corey who doesn't love her back, which is like just oh, normal, God. like Bravo TV, single guy behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Corey really disappointed me because he, he played the F boy role and he did it really well, clearly. And it's not cute. Like, I know that's like a, I feel like that's a toxic masculinity type of thing. Like you get props from your bros or whatever. I don't know. You can speak of this more than me, but <laughs> I just, I don't think, I think in the year 2022, we're approaching 23. I don't think that kind of behavior should be like rewarded or like praised in any way or glorified. Like what he did to Jess was pretty messed up. Like he knew, I mean, he did handle it pretty well in the end. Like he was able to be like, we're not getting married, <laughs> like settle down. Mm -hmm. But still like he used her. It was emblematic of just like that fuck boyery that like most women have experienced at some point in their dating history. And mm -hmm. it put burns a fire in your yeah. belly, mm -hmm. even though you understand it. You understand why he does it. You can respect that he's honest and upfront about it with her. Mm -hmm. It's still because we've all been there, I think, at some point where it just, yeah. it, it like wrenches your guts a little bit, right? And you're yeah. like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's like, you also, Jess is like symbolic of like, our younger selves as females, right? Like, and it's like, we should be sad for her and like nurturing for her, but instead I'm like enraged by her, like girl. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably right, my own issue, but you know, it's still hard to watch. Were you a fuck boy ever? 
Uh, I don't even know what that means. What did this oh, guy do? That's what the, that's all a the yes. fuck boys say. <laughs> what did this guy do wrong? I don't watch the show. I, <laughs> I don't think he did anything, anything wrong. wrong necessarily. But you know, like I, it just sounds yeah. like y'all don't want to take accountability sometimes. For what? I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Of course. But, <laughs> For participating in the sexual activity and catching feelings. Yeah, like it's not it's not his fault she fell <laughs> yes. in love. Like shit happens. I think maybe the only thing he could have done better is been more upfront about like, we are just hooking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was very much like, I want to be with you at every moment. Like she would, she would call him. He would be hanging out with the boys. She would be like, hey, come here. We're, we are going to bed now. And he would go to bed, right? So like, if you have it like that with a guy, I'm, I would assume that we're dating also, you know? Um, so I think he could have been a little bit more like, no, like, I'm good. I'm actually going to sleep in my room. Like, I don't know. There could have been a bit more. We are not. Didn't he together. kick her out after she gave him head that one night? That was like really. Hey. Embarrassing. No. Yeah. But, but then, <laughs> but then at the same time, like, can I blame him? Like he, he really had it. Ugh. he had a really was, decent house. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Sad. I like this guy. Okay. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> Corey with a K. I know. Is it almost yeah, like, like know, am I mad at him? I don't know. I know. I'm not sure. I'm not, <laughs> not really. Like you can't be mad at him. Cause like I said, he, when you asked, what did he do wrong? He didn't really do anything wrong. Like I said, he's just yeah. emblematic of fuck boy behavior, which we've all dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, um, trying to think now, do we see any fuck boy behavior in Southern hospitality? Trevor Maddie's boyfriend, but he's not a real cast member. Is that the one who cheated on her? And now yeah. together? The one who drives a pedicab. Like, why he are does. you hanging out with this guy? Yeah, he's a bike taxi cab driver. <laughs> they have a lot and of those he cheated on you. <laughs> His family must come from money. And he just don't want to do shit every day. I mean. Because that's crazy. It is. Yeah. I Yeah. They work at Leva. I don't know if you remember Leva from Southern Hospitality. No. So um, she got a spinoff show. It's like Vanderpump Rules, except... It's in Charleston. Um, and so it's following her staff or some of her staff members at like one of the, the best clubs down there. Um, and it, uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday in our recording. And I was saying how it gives me like a little bit of like pump rules, but make it very Gen Z vibes. Um, yes. And I don't hate it, but it's like very Gen Z. <laughs> Wait, can you tell me which parts stand out to you as Gen Z? Because I am not that aware of the difference like th for me like there aren't things that stand out and they're very much like this is a millennial thing or like, there are some things I guess but it's not as like noticeable for me for some reason I don't know why but can you just tell me like what stood out to you so um and so like a lot of honestly like the way that they talk to each other the way that they like communicate mostly via social media um and the way that they like uh, like I said, communicate social media, the way that they dress, which makes me feel like a grandparent. Um, it just feels very, very Gen Z, but it's really different than beginning of pump rules for me because these kids seem to have money. Yeah. And in pump they, rules, like Tom was in that rent controlled apartment with the microwave that wouldn't work at the same time as a blow dryer or whatever. They have to put a spatula in the microwave or something or am I, I don't I don't know but it was like <laughs> I could like very much uh uh relate to 
the lifestyle of the pump rules uh, people yeah. at the beginning, yeah. where as these kids, I'm like, oh, you are like living the dream. I know. I was annoyed by that too. Right off the bat, I'm like, oh, great. So we have this kid who's a pretend wannabe lawyer, just like Craig, but who <laughs> looks like Shep and seems like he's like Shep. Like I was getting a lot of Shep energy and I have issues with Shep. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> triggered, but also we yeah. all have issues with Shep. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, they, so yeah, I agree with that. It's very like Vanderpump rules as far as like format goes, but it's got that Southern charm, old money. And like that, I don't know for me, Southern charm is the most, one of the most problematic franchises or shows out there. And I'm triggered so much. And I still am in shock that the world watched this skeezy old man take advantage of this young girl and got her pregnant twice and still continues to abuse her to this day. Like it's feels so wrong, but I can't stop watching. So Mm -hmm. I'm the problem, but (laughs) I do feel that old money part. And it's like, it's kind of annoying. Do you think Whitney feels any guilt over that since he kickstarted this whole thing and that now he has like, like guilt, (laughs) jealousy and like mad that he didn't do that? Yes. Mm. I bet you he is hating on Leva so much and especially because she's a woman because, you know, Whitney, Thomas, all those guys, they hate women. And they are just like the most entitled white boys you've ever seen. Like we literally are watching this on TV and it's just like, ugh, so grotesque. Mm-hmm. There is no yeah. doubt in my mind that Whitney Sudler Smith has mommy issues. Like <laughs> beyond. <laughs> Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And does anyone else find it problematic that Whitney is the executive producer of Southern Charm and then Naomi is dying to get back on the show after she left for the guy who cheated on her and then she's now hooking up with him? That seems so inappropriate to me. From a business standpoint, what world is it okay that like, oh, you start sleeping with someone and now they're part of your staff? That's not okay. Very Harvey Weinstein-esque when you break it down like that. It is. It's gross. And then Naomi was the one who was narrating all of this past season. So I wonder how much she got paid. And then also don't forget that Catherine started out hooking up with Whitney when the show started. But then once it started, she went with Thomas. Remember that was, he was clearly jealous. Even Patricia was like kind of jealous about it. And like, hates Catherine because, oh, you didn't pick my son. My son, yeah. Again, adding to the mommy creepy whatever issues. They're the worst. They are, (laughs) but you're right. We are the problem. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, let let us take a quick pause and then we'll come back and we'll give some awards away. We are back and we have some St. 
Andy awards to give out. We've got, did the second half of awards uh, yesterday and then we'll be, uh, got the, the second half. Wait, what did I just say? Did I say the second half yesterday? <laughs> the first, first half, half yesterday. Um, but before we get into that, I have a question for you. We had a very important topic that we discussed yesterday and I would love to get your perspective on it. Um, how do you think Heather Gay got her black guy? I think Heather Gay gave Heather Gay. Hi. Oh, <laughs> I really do. I've been saying this for since since the beginning. Like I don't think anyone did this to her. Number one, if it was assault by anyone, it should be reported. Like I feel like I know Bravo is kind of sketchy with their values, but as a production company, I would if I was running a production company would feel like I would have to report something like that. I wouldn't film it. Or even if I didn't get it on camera and I knew that it happened, I wouldn't feel like that's okay. I would insist that we like report this and they could do whatever they want from there. But um, yeah, I think Heather did this to herself. I don't, people are saying like, she's trying to cover up for Jen or whatever. Maybe Jen and her like got in a weird drunken scuffle, not in like a, fighting kind of way and like oh I hurt my eye like how my girls like you know like play around but I don't think it's anything crazy you don't think she swung at her <laughs> Jen would never well would never I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh my gosh are you being serious yeah, yeah. He knows better. I'm <laughs> he takes it back. Okay. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I I agree with you, Jenny. I think that if somebody had like punched her or whatever, that something would have come out by now, like before the episode. Um, but I still want to know, <laughs> like, what happened. I don't think we're ever gonna find out. Actually, no. I think Heather's going to do some BS, like, you. I mean, we've seen her, how she's, like, she doesn't even make sense. She's literally speaking nonsense. She's just putting words together and sound, and like putting anger behind it and trying to deflect, doesn't make sense. And I think she's going to just milk it as much, like feel bad for me because she's in a situation where her lies are all unraveling and I mentioned earlier during our break that I interviewed Marilla Bueno um, back in April. So they were still filming. I did the interview right before their last day of filming. And he used to be friends with Heather. And the way that she portrayed him on the show and the way that they portrayed him, you know, like whether it's a production decision or whatever, but they make it seem like he was... He used to work for her at one point and like he was fired or whatever. And he like told the whole story of like, I wasn't fired, but there was a situation. He took accountability for his part and why it was the best decision. But um, they were friends. And some of the stuff that he says shows that have, like it's not lining up with what Heather's been showing us on the show. And I just I've been sitting here for the last like. I don't know how many months, like six months, like, oh my gosh, Heather is such a liar. And I think she's a fraud. And I do think that maybe Jen Shaw has something on her. Mm -hmm. What's Heather Gay's business? Yeah, Beauty Lab. 
what what do they do there is it like cosmetics like, yeah like uh facials and... surgery but like like botox and That's facial what and stuff. she got fucked up at her own place she don't want to admit it. i yeah <laughs> i thought that too that was my first thought but we do see that it happens within that like what six or seven hour time frame in san diego and they show like the door or whatever and but then they they just did a sneak peek i think on the bravo insider and showed that jen's like what happened so we saw that so that implies that jen didn't do it they also show meredith like oh my gosh so that implies that meredith didn't do it so that only leaves lisa and whitney who i'm sure were sleeping and the only suspect left is heather gay <laughs> <laughs> self-inflicted I mean we don't know for sure obviously but I don't think she's even gonna say didn't she say I don't know what happened I didn't see the clip I think she might have said it on below deck adventure because she was on the last two episodes which was so annoying but (laughs) um she also I think says it in one of the the clips for next week this week or whatever (laughs) the next episode okay what if like you said she got into a scuffle with Jen, Jen slammed a door in her face or something, and she's covering for it so that this isn't bad press coming out right before her sentencing. That makes me think that Heather definitely is a fraud and definitely is a criminal, because why would you cover up for someone who does that to your eye? I'd be like, oh, hell no. This is who did it. Jennifer Shaw. It happened at this time. And this is what like I would go to the police station. So for her to try to cover it up. Uh, that's insane. True boss behavior it would look good going into prison if it was that sort of thing. She could not only attack a woman, but she oh could coerce her yes. into silence. Do you think so. that's why she's like dumping drinks on people's heads and throwing shoes overboard to show her dominance? She's it unraveling. She's unraveling. She's not going to jail. Okay. I think she's going to run jail. She's going to have like, she's going to probably have a microphone or a megaphone inside somehow. And the guards are probably going to allow it. They'll be like, yeah, Jen has her microphone, whatever. <laughs> we know about it. We know about it. We got a few weeks until at least this next sentencing date. It keeps getting pushed back. So we'll find out. We will find out. Um, Okay, let's give out an award, shall we? Um, Our first award of the day is going to be the moment of the year, like the Bravo moment of the year 2022. So our nominees are Rinna getting booed at BravoCon. I think probably a bravo con first she also may have loved it um yes. second nominee is jill zarin ruining tamra's oc return announcement i don't know if that should be the nominee or tamra's reaction to jill ruining their announcement um third nominee is just the austin kroll of it all we have lots of questions for lots of people um next up we have the kathy hilton blow up um what really happened in that club what really happened when they got back to kyle's house and our last nominee for a moment of the year is carl and Lindsay's engagement which we kind of saw happening but maybe not as soon as it did happen 
Um, do we have any guesses? And I would like to preface all of this by saying all of our awards are completely subjective. <laughs> <laughs> any thoughts? Based on the whim and the day <laughs> and the feeling. Um, let's see. What is the best one? Best moment? I think you guys are going to pick Carl and Lindsay. Okay. We do love a hub house a love and, story. Yeah. Yeah. And she really is like a whole new lady, especially how we see her on winter house. I love her. She's, She's like sober and happy. Badass. Oh my God. They try to tear her down so hard and she just, it's like this. Yeah. yeah. She didn't care at all. That is a confident woman. I love Lindsay Hubbard. Do any of these moments, like, do you re recognize any of these moments? Um, I know Carl and Lindsay. I didn't know they got engaged, though. Mm -hmm. That's, that's oh. big. Good mm -hmm. for them. The Kathy Hilton, is that when she got accused of saying that for? Yeah. Oh, no, that is the most underrated moment of the year. Ooh, okay. Because y'all just want to sweep that under the rug. That's true. People still love Kathy Hilton. See? But yeah, that's about it. I don't know um, Jill and uh renna renna getting booed you know what that's that's actually kind of a good one yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't uh, care for her yeah okay well our moment of the year winner is lisa renna getting booed at BravoCon. <laughs> probably pretty epic yeah it was i think like i don't know for me personally i think seeing her react to it she was like what's happening and she was like "Ooh." I love this. And we're like, what? <laughs> That's when they bum rushed the stage. It was that panel. And it was also they could boo her. Wild. That's why I think she'll kind of be back crazy. on Beverly Hills. Even though it's like kind of villain behavior that she's that she's kind of stepping into. I think that Andy will allow that, at least for one more season. She is she the is soap opera star, right? Like she's excited to be the villain. Yeah, I think she likes it and she's okay with like leaning into it because now Beverly Hills to me is almost like WWE. Like literally she got booed on stage. That's what they do <laughs> at WWE when people walk in and they all have like their, you know, flair and all that stuff. And like, we don't have that yet, but maybe that's the next level. Maybe that's where Bravo should go. I mean, they have their outfits for their confessionals. It's yeah. Like their, it's like their this individual like, promo videos. Yeah. And actually it would probably be healthier, to be honest, if everything, all storylines were all controlled by one person. Like what's his name? On mm, WWE. Because yeah. yeah. they have a certain protocol. Like you cannot say this is like, they say what you can and can't do when it, in regards to social media, like there's very clear cut guidelines and rules. And that brand is very strong and pretty amazing. Especially if you watch like total divas or the Bellas or whatever, like, and just talking, like I've talked to some WWE people have worked with WWE and they said that they run everything like a very tight ship. And so if Bravo were to adopt some of that, those processes, those formal procedures, having HR so that we don't have people yelling out the F word or N word or whatever, like that should be cut and dry, like zero tolerance, you're done. And same with like, they do the same thing with like drugs. They test their physical, physical assaults. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like there zero tolerance for any racism, homophobic behavior, any 
battery or assault because technically battery is pouring a drink on someone's head and they allow that and not only do they allow battery they do allow assault too we've seen we've seen it and so what's that (laughs) don't take it out (laughs) it said monique no oh yeah (laughs) karen yeah (laughs) love it Sounds that live rent-free in my head. <laughs> oh my God. That is a good one. Yeah, I can hear it too. Yeah, you would think. You would think. But... You see that WWE reference. I've been telling y'all that since episode one. Really? Same exact thing she's yeah. been saying. I've been telling them that since day one. You just broke it down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he called Andy Vince McMahon. Like, yes. I think it was episode one. He was like, it's like WWE. They all have their characters. They have their yes. outfits. Yeah, the weird thing is like they blur the who who they are as a person and their show. It's like there's no line for them. It's not clear and cut for them. And no, there's no handbook on how to be a reality star. I've talked to a lot of people from the Below Deck franchises who have like emotional trauma from just going through that roller coaster of like extreme like attention and all this stuff going on and then just like spit out and left to like handle it on their own with no help and i just watched harry and megan so i'm thinking about that right now me too but that's kind of what they did to harry and megan like they just spit them out and left them hanging to dry like you're on your own and that's it's very unfortunate i don't think wwe does stuff like that to their employees which don't forget these are employees and in a business world, from a corporate standpoint, like a lot of this stuff would not be tolerated, and there would be way more lawsuits going on, for sure. So much money in it, man. So much. LP, you want to take our next award? Oh yes, because I love analyzing who the good newbies are. So this next award is Rookie of the Year. We've got Aja from. Rigum from real, <laughs> real girlfriends in Paris. Um, Brie, you like that show, yeah? I do like that show. Actually, the one time when I first started watching it, Desmond kind of did his his kind of walk through the room, and the first thing he saw was um, a guy or a girl throwing a drink on a guy in a restaurant. He was like, "What Joanne. is this?" <laughs> yes, yeah, that's battery. I learned that <laughs> from watching that show. <laughs> The legal definitions, mm-hmm. assault and battery. Yeah. Um, speaking of assault and battery, we have uh, Marlo Hampton from Roa. Our girl finally got her peach. Uh, Maya from Summer House, which I, we love her. Big Maya fans. Um, Corey from Winter House, which we've talked extensively about our feelings on Corey. Um, Not Rachel? I thought Rachel was a breakout. Oh damn, star. that would have been a, a good option. That's okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's worry instead. We can insert her because we know it's not Corey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Miss Olivia from Southern Charm. Really? Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny though, Jenny, is like next to our notes about Olivia, it literally says meh. 
Like I almost feel like she should be on Southern hospitality. She's living at a rich parent's home. And what is she doing? Working out during the day. Like, Mm -hmm. well, she's not it either. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. Um, I'll tell you who my winner is because I got to select this one. (laughs) And Brie agrees though. It's it's Miss Marlo Hampton. She finally got her peach. We are so proud of her, you know, and that franchise. She's been hacking at it, right? She, what is that, like eight years almost? Been a long that, time. That's endurance and perseverance. And yeah. you, ha- you can't have anything but respect for that. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, as problematic as she can be sometimes, I'm, I like it. And the archive, I hope it does well. I hope, I hope her yard sale, her, her basically high-class yard sale goes well for her. <laughs> we had been, we had been kind of campaigning for Marla to get her peach. So when she finally did, we pretended like it was because of us. It yeah. is. Yeah, you're welcome. You part of the reason. <laughs> It was the groundswell that we created, <laughs> the groundswell of interest that we created around Marlo Hampton, I tell you. So yeah, LP though, you do need to you do need to watch Real Girlfriends in Paris. Yes. Okay. I think it has a lot of potential. I hope it comes back. Have you guys watched Love Without Borders yet? Uh, no, I, I tried. It's it's giving sex trafficking vibes, and I'm just not into it. Ooh. Is it like 90 day fiance? Yeah, pretty much. And it just the matchmaker. I don't know if you guys saw like the first scene, the girls like she shows up and she's like, I have a plane ticket for you. You're going right now. And the girl has like a meltdown. She's like, come on. And it's like that felt very sex trafficker vibes to me. Like she's crying. Don't force her to go like <laughs> tell her to leave her country. That sounds scary. AF. No, thank you. So okay, where are people t- flying to and from mostly on that one? He went to Dubai. Some guy went to Ghana, I want to say. Uh, somebody went to Paris. That one was pretty cool. Um, some girls in like Ireland or something. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> Do you know, I think I remember... I remember seeing the casting flyer for this one go out. I think it was like, are you hopeless in love? Or (laughs) are you willing to travel to seek love or something? It was, yeah, yeah. You know, I, if I was single and had no responsibilities, I might do it. It's not an awful idea as long as you're like safe about it. But like, just, and obviously, I would feel safe with the whole production and everything, hopefully, but I don't know. It's kind of like in this world in the year 2022, like how do you date anymore? And like, maybe you should just like get up and like, you could do everything online these days. (laughs) Well, someone who's speaking from experience, it's true. (laughs) I'm in a long distance relationship by like 4,000 miles. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So why don't you just move there for like a month? No, relax. <laughs> <laughs> you try to break up the pod. <laughs> no, you can do the pod from wherever you are. 
I need her. She lives 10 minutes away from me and I need it to not be more than that for a hot minute. This is oh, okay. a selfish move on my part. I'm aware. You can tell go him to come minute. here then or her, whoever them. <laughs> <laughs> We're working through it. <laughs> so yeah, know, no, yes. we'll see. I think, um, I think I'm going to go over there. He's in London. So I think I'm going to go over there. Work has me over there occasionally. So, and then London. Oh my gosh. Come over here for a bit. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. You need him on the pod. <laughs> We're trying. He was on partially on an episode that I was in London for. So everyone yeah. loves a British accent. Yeah. He hates mine though. So <laughs> <laughs> my British accent. <laughs> like, mm. Very uncomfortable. So. <laughs> but we're learning. We're learning. Cheerio. Yeah. Cheerio. <laughs> he's gonna be listening to this episode. And he's gonna be like, "Oh God." Wait, <laughs> In did it. you guys all watch yeah. Harry and Meghan? I did. Oh. I watched it. No, you know that's I why I have not watched it. No. That's why I had to wear my USA hat today. They talked about it too much yesterday. Mm-hmm. Doesn't loves America. I do. I love Prince Harry. Me too. I am obsessed, I think. (laughs) I just love him. Like he is, that is the fairy tale, even though it was like so awful what happened and is happening to them. Like they still made the fairy tale happen. So beautiful. She literally made my dream happen. I had that dream. I went over to England in high school on a family trip. And I was very convinced that on that trip, I would see Prince Harry. He would see me, we would lock eyes and he would live, you know, he would leave Royal life behind for me. And Meghan Markle is living that dream, but it's okay. I'm fine with it. We'll we'll allow it. (laughs) Allow it. (laughs) She's too, like a a little bit too nerdy for me. I need less intelligence. (laughs) <laughs> she's very smart <laughs> it's too because like ah, oh, it's like kind of exhausting like oh I gotta be smart all the time yeah so if that's what his thing is then <laughs> it we're not work. meant to be him and I obviously but <laughs> every time I look at her I look at her nose her nose is perfect it's like sculpted right it's like sculpted from the gods now I need to go look she, she well, I also oh. love her biracial experience that she talks about because I'm half Korean, half white, or I usually say like Asian, half Caucasian, but <laughs> being biracial, that experience isn't really talked about that much. And even like Mariah Carey, she did a masterclass. I don't know if you guys follow masterclass at all, mm-hmm. but um, she talked about her experience too. And it was like, wow, I have been suppressing all of this like biracial trauma and I'm like just starting to recognize it and it's weird, but it's good because we need that for our, you know, for future generations because I was like one of the only biracial people like that I grew up with. So that's becoming more common and we need to have those conversations. So I'm all about Harry and Meghan. With their little ginger babies. I know. It's real cute. It's real so cute. cute. And they're in America, babe. Yeah. We, we up too. We stole them. <laughs> What's up? Oh, wait. Sorry. One last thing. Tyler Perry. My guy. I already 
loved him so, so, so much before, before. but after seeing Harry and Meghan, I'm like, of course, of course, Tyler Perry did this for them because he's so freaking amazing. Ugh. What did he do? Pay for some shit? He like rescued them. He got, he, he needed a place to go and he was like, you can just protected live in my house them. in LA. Yeah. Because they, I don't think they had any income either, right? They didn't have any income. They didn't have any security. They Nothing. everyone knew where they were when they were living in Vancouver or whatever. Yeah. Like they were not safe there. Yeah. So he saved them. Saved them. Perry. You know, it's real cute. Maybe Tyler Perry listens to Bravo. We got to reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I won't Can be surprised. you imagine? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Okay. Um, so our next, our next category is about best side hustle. And since this was a um, kind of spur of the moment category, I was thinking maybe we could each just like decide who, what our top side hustle would be for Bravo. So a few nominees that I have, and we don't have to pick from these, but just some ideas. So obviously we've got She by Sheree that finally, after over a decade has come to fruition. We have ourselves a little She by Sheree onesie. It all exists, y'all. Is it comfy? It's soft. Yeah. But I mean, it literally is just a regular ass onesie with like, (laughs) could have been ironed on letters. Right. But it's fine. I did a um, how to create a She by Sheree fashion line in under 14 years <laughs> video on my YouTube. If you're Check out, y'all. <laughs> she should tune into your masterclass. She might have. Yeah, I know. Gosh. Uh, we have Dorinda's Whiskey that LP and Desmond tried at BravoCon, which we talked about. I thought about it was bourbon. Uh, it is. It, is it? Is bourbon whiskey? I don't know. LP is bourbon whiskey. Bourbon is a type of whiskey. Whiskey oh. is a larger classification of alcohol <laughs> in which <clears throat> bourbon, scotch, um, all fall under. Scotch is whiskey? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Another master. Kind of like class. weed. There's like sativa, indica, mm-hmm. hybrid. I like that. Same <laughs> idea. Same idea. There we go. We've got lover boy, which pre-pregnancy I was down for. Have you had it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that face is less than in food. so that might not be well, her choice i don't drink anymore but i support lover boy like i have there's one of their sweatshirts that i wear all the time and i i also dorinda's alcohol and the barlow's alcohol i like support them all the time i'm like go buy their stuff but i don't drink myself Okay, so Lisa, so Vita Tequila could be on here as well. I have to try that. Yeah, yeah I think we need to go to True to Total Wine yeah. to find it. Uh, we have Kenya Moore Hair Care, which we got some coupons at BravoCon. They weren't giving away samples. Um, we have, I know, yeah, we have Craig's Pillows because yes, all he did was sit at home and sew. But look at him now, pillow money. That pillow yeah. money went to his head. Yes, God, yeah. <laughs> flashing it around the winter house like throwing Literally. 500 bones at people to try and score the best room what a so weird so weird. <laughs> i don't clean i pay people to clean I'm such a baby i him. he watched me you- by the way <laughs> i never talked to him in my life or tagged him posted about him never 
no interaction at all. And somebody sent me something and I was like, what is this? I'm blocked. And they were like, it's Craig Conover. I was like, wow, what a psycho. Yes. Yes. That's wow. insane. That's Why insane, do you think right? blocked? That, that is an attack. Like he took the first step. I never posted about him, never talked about him. But now that he's blocked me, I feel like he gave me permission to say whatever I want. So Craig Conover, you suck. <laughs> But actually, I kind of liked him in the last episode of Winter House. We saw a bit of a redemption at the end. Yeah. He started out real hot. Yeah. (laughs) Very Craig-like. It was so much. And then you were telling us about Crystal Minkoff's business. Yeah. She has like a coconut water brand that she already had going. Like it's been a business that's been running before she even started on Housewives. But she does have like money from her husband and her family, I think. So I kind of want to change mine to Rachel from Winter House because she is, I think, truly self-made. And like she's uh, has this flower business. And I've even talked to her one-on-one about hiring her. I'm like, I need oh, to cool. create an event just to have Rachel work and like create something amazing because her she's amazing. Her stuff is really <laughs> I'm very impressed. Yeah. uh, Amanda and Kyle's wedding was beautiful. All the stuff she did for that was gorgeous. Yeah. Her entry into Winter House makes sense for me. The girl who expects compliments, not so much. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Would that be your winner, Jenny? I want to say maybe, I don't know if I want to say she by Shrey because although it wasn't executed properly, like I do want to always celebrate any kind of win, whether small or big, because it really did take her a long time to do that. And she could have just gave up and she, she humbled herself. Like she opened herself for criticism and she still is. And I think she's trying to work on it. Yes. Okay. Sheree LP, who's your winner? I second that vote for She by Sheree. I feel like we finally got there, right? Like that hard work, perseverance, the American dream, baby. (laughs) All all of those things. I try and say it with a straight face because I think we all know that that is not what got her here. But nonetheless, I'm happy that spring, summer, and September have arrived. So has the baby onesie that was ordered. And so it is a real life fashion line, y'all. Yeah. And if I felt like spending $75 on a sweatshirt that I could make with a cricket machine, I would also try and support that tracksuit. But it's not what I'm, it's not what I'm about. <laughs> I think that I'll just, I'll just round it out. Okay. She by Sheree can win best side hustle. Um, especially because I mean, she's local, right? I mean, anybody who's Roa were like automatically on their team. And we oh like to gosh, shop local. I- That's so funny you say that because I literally like I don't really like Paige right now, and I feel bad saying that because she's from my hometown. That in the podcast, yeah, she's from my hometown, so I have this blind loyalty towards her. So I'm like, I don't know, I have blind loyalty towards anyone who has grown up around me. I guess like that's my toxic trait. Damn, same here. Right? It's weird. Let me give my pick off of loyalty. Yeah, my best side hustle goes to. Tiffany Moon medical theme candles. Love so it. if you guys haven't tried it, go to shop.tiffanymoonmd.com. The candles are amazing. Use code 
Boy Meets Bravo for 20% off your order. Mm. Did you mean to do that? I did. The good job. So, I so might do that. Doesn't she have like a whole set, all of them? Yeah. I was thinking of ordering that one day when I was mad at my husband. <laughs> Absolutely do it and then burn it while you're looking at him. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Just because it's like, <laughs> not knocking the candle. Like I want them, but I think it was like $150 or $200 for the set. And I was like, he's going to be so mad at me. If I get this, I'm going to get it. <laughs> but the, they're real pretty. they come in a real pretty package and they smell really good too. Oh. What and flavor are you burning, Brie? What do you guys have? We have the, I don't remember what the medical, what the Xanax. Medical, no. Xanax? No, we don't have that. No, it's something for nausea. I can't remember what. Zofran? Yes, I think. That's what they, um, they give you when you're pregnant. I think so. Yeah, that How one smells really good. You are pregnant. And that was weird because we ordered that before we found out that we were pregnant. And then like, Real soon after we found out it was a weird hmm. Bravo universe connection. Is this your first? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ask me any question. I have four daughters Woo! from two to 18. So if you need or have a question, just hit me up. <laughs> I mean, I'm only in my second trimester right now, but if I had to do the first trimester four times, I'm not, I'm unsure about all of that. I did not have the best pregnancies and going back to Harry and Megan, when they said 76 engagements, when she was pregnant, I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> Forget it. We're moving. <laughs> For real. Oh man. Um, okay, cool. So we got, we have our, we have our, our winners. So congrats to them. Jenny, you had a best overall franchise for 2022, oh which was a tall order. So we appreciate this you is rolling so with that hard. Yeah, I've been this like, this is a big pressure one. I've been thinking about this for days and I even engaged my Twitter and Instagram audience <laughs> to contribute. Cause I just wanted to see like, what, what are theirs? I know mine. And then also I went into this spiral of like, I get paralysis analysis where I'm like, I am overthinking this way too much because I'm like, is it best franchise right now or best franchise of all time? Cause that's a different thing. And so I was like, I'll just do both. So <laughs> I have for <clears throat> best franchise now as um, nominees, I have Real Housewives of Miami. Mm. Are, do you guys like Miami? I oh, just yeah. caught up. It's just like so good right now. And on top of it with the um, comeback, we've never seen that with any franchise before, right? Have we? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. That's gone off air for such an extended period of time and then came yeah. back. No. Yeah, so that's pretty epic right there. And then um, Salt Lake City, because I mean, it's fucking insane. Like, insane. Oh my God. I wish Mary Cosby didn't leave, though. Um, <laughs> another Preach. one is, <laughs> I love Mary Cosby, uh, Family Karma. Do you yes. guys watch Family Karma? Yes, love, we love, love Family Karma. I will cry right now just thinking about Family <laughs> Karma. I literally love Family Karma so much. Season two, I've said this before, and I stand firm about this. I've watched reality TV for a long time, and season two of Family Karma might be the best reality television I have ever seen in my life. 
that's very bold but yeah family you are in a complete agreement um, in this group we I I think we said that directly about the moment when Amrit is telling his grandmother about being gay and he has to literally find the words in their language to like come up with what gay is it just was like it was the most raw honest beautiful piece of reality television yes stand by it agree and and not just that part but like his parents going through their own you know like that scene in the car we don't even see them we just hear their conversation and i have chills just thinking about i'm like oh my god this is like that is a parent's love. Like you just saw and felt a parent's love trying to come to terms and understand because they love their son so much. Oh, good. So good. And then, um, I don't know. I'm still like kind of torn on like best franchise right now. I think winter house is another one because not because it's like got the best TV, like family karma, but it's, it was so I don't know. It conjured up a lot of emotions, I think, not just for me personally, but like I've seen it and around other people. And actually, if you look at like my data from all my posts, Winter House was really trending a lot this season. So I think that definitely deserves a spot. And then I, sorry if you hear kids crying in the background. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm torn with the last one because a lot of people said below deck. And I think uh, exactly. I was like, well, which one? Because right now I think below deck is almost like its own category. I almost feel like they should separate it. Like at BravoCon, it's kind of weird to see like below deck people and then see like housewives. I don't know. It just felt like, why are you guys together? (laughs) But all time below deck with Captain Lee, obviously that was the longest running below deck franchise and Captain Lee is epic and Kate Chastain really really made that show like she set the stage and the tone of like what the show needs to be and now she's pregnant and she's coming out on another show that's yeah, really cool Reza um Brandy and Kyle Cook so but then I like Below Deck Adventure now I think it's my favorite Below Deck franchise I think Captain Carey's super awesome he's super professional um he's he's just a badass the way that he handled everything with um that guy Kyle who's a mess um he's just and he like got in with the team like helped the chef when she burned her hand and like had no issues about it he's like my new favorite captain like no disrespect to Captain Lee he's always number one but like as we've seen Captain Lee is kind of forced to leave his role yeah so that's super sad. But um, okay, so I got Miami, Salt Lake, Family Karma, Winter House. I guess I'll say below deck. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think? Ooh. And then if we were doing best franchise ever, I would include Roni, but not right now. Not right now. I think I would vote, I think I would vote Family Karma. Yep. Or over the past year. That's my vote too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it's not only like Salt Lake City is so good, but it's dark and it's like, it's not, it doesn't feel good. Family Karma is the only show on Bravo where I truly feel like, wow, 
I can grow as a person and people can learn from this and it can actually like make a difference in a lot of people's lives. And like, that is why I think it is the best franchise. And it's still fun. Yes. Like, yeah, it's it's multidimensional with the generations. Like they play just as much of a part in this whole show, the, you know, the older generation. Oh, the parents are the best. I almost prefer watching the aunties than watching like anybody else. I love them. I'm a hardcore Raj Vaswani stan, like (laughs) ride or die for that man. (laughs) I love that. I love the Bennies. Big, big fan of, um, I can't remember her name, but Brian's mom. Yes. Brian's mom is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's very funny. straightforward and hilarious. Yeah. Her parenting triggers me though. <laughs> Why? Because she has blind loyalty towards her child and like he could say anything and she'll be like, he didn't do that and whatever. And like, I've dealt with parents who are like that and it's very toxic and it creates children who are entitled and like, look at how Brian, he is kind of entitled. Now he's a baby. We talked about that a little bit. He's yesterday. a man child. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, well, good. That's a good choice. I love that. All right. We have one last award. We saved the kind of title award for our pod for the last. We have the boys choice. So Desmond was able to choose five of anything really (laughs) Bravo related. Um, So what did you come up with? Okay. Mine, I'm going to keep it on theme. Okay. This category is the Bravo Celeb you would want to do a podcast with adorable okay number one candy oh candy coated mm-hmm. nights that would be a fun late night uh double e for explicit number two kenya moore of course you, kenya moore. you just want to flirt with her <laughs> That's just for me, personal, you know like i'm done there's nobody else <laughs> number three sonia morgan Oh, she yeah. would be a great, That's entertaining great guest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Number four. Six. <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump. Okay. An OG. OG. Wow. Okay. That was one of Desmond's first like entry points into Bravo stuff. We were dating and we were watching, I think a pump rules reunion. And he was like, who is this madam on the Ooh. screen? And then. Pippin Autumn Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. Who else? Number five, Ebony. Okay. Mm. And you stuck to the rules. What? What was your rule, LP? Oh, no you said no Jen Cha. <laughs> you don't want to throw her in there. Yeah. Ooh, said, no would you do? Would Jen Cha be added to the list if she was allowed? Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Because I would love to do a pop with Jen. I would probably. I would probably want to do a pod with Jen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd allow that one for sure. <laughs> like, if she wanted to come on. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to. You might. You could literally yeah. ask her and she might come on. I know. I am Shaw Squad, so. She, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are good. Okay, so Ebony, Sonia, Kenya, Candy. What was and that? Lisa Vanderpump. And Lisa Vanderpump. Are, are, did you choose a winner? No. We get to choose? Yeah. Okay, so he's giving us the nominees, but we get to choose. Well, now I want to choose Jen Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) Can we all choose Jen Shaw? (laughs) I'm going to vote, ooh, I'm going to vote Ebony because I listen to her podcast um, and I'm like, I'm a big fan of Ebony. Like I was very, very, very excited when she joined Roni. 
Um, and what was that show that she was on with Joe Budden that we used to watch? State of the Culture. That's right. Um, and so I've been following her for a little bit. And I just think she's gorgeous and smart and like wonderful. And so I would vote, I would vote her for the pod. Mm. I think I would vote everyone, but I'll just say her for now. <laughs> what do you think, Jenny? Um, Sonia Morgan for me, hands down. And I'd probably ask her every episode if she's going to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Welcome back. First question. <laughs> Is today the day? <laughs> one day? One day, you know, she would say yes. Yeah. yeah. Give her enough uh, something and she just might. <laughs> what do you think, Ophie? So at first I was going to say candy. I had like oscillated around a few choices, right? I love candy. I think that'd be a fun podcast. But I think the the absolute best content would be driven by Miss Sonia Morgan. So I second that vote. I think that like that unmanaged chaos would be yeah. something beautiful for the podcast. Yeah. Numbers would shoot right up. <laughs> she, she has podcast? No. Yeah, I think so. She's got like a chaotic Instagram, um, which is yeah. she like tags us. <laughs> oddly Same. oh yeah. my god it's so bizarre right do you like I feel like weird when it happens I'm like am I supposed to be doing something <laughs> and then I want to read and then I want to reshare it but I'm like nothing's happening in this story so it's gonna <laughs> feel feel weird if I put it on my story <laughs> yeah it's so, so random usually she was like running around Josh Flagg's bathroom in Los Angeles the last time we got tagged it was like yeah okay yeah what what would your what would your choice be if you had one (laughs) (laughs) i mean come on of course she's number one but off that list kenya why uh we talk about a lot you would talk about a lot yeah she's a very interesting woman it how so what would you talk about um how it's possible to get started in the pageant system as a young kid, because you know me, I'm having a daughter and I want her to be conscious about her beauty and not be worried about things of that nature and how she's transformed into a businesswoman today. Well, I shocked the hell out of me. Any more questions? (laughs) Do you want your daughter to be in pageants? No, I want an athlete, so. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely so bad. So maybe Sonia. <laughs> that would be good. Good question. Want her to be body and beauty confident in her who she is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll say that. Um, we'll say that Sonia is our official choice there. Um, and as long as she could like recreate a little bit of her show. Hmm. in some form that would be awesome as well <laughs> asmr do we think that she's going to be on roni i know that she's on that little spinoff with luann but do she you think she'll be, be on legacy she should be she provides more entertainment than any of the rest of those women yeah so she deserves a spot and it's not like grotesque entertainment like ramona it's like usually self-deprecating or like you know lighthearted, but never like ooh. yeah yeah absolutely awesome yeah well thank you for helping us round out our end of year saint andy episode we appreciate it so much where can the people find you for all the things 
Um, you can find me on almost all social media at Bravo and Blaze, but also the Cannabis Mom Boss on Instagram and CannabisMomBoss.com. I go live every Thursday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, um, 1 p.m. Eastern for Cannabis Mom Boss, where I talk about um, being a cannamom and coming out of the green closet and being able to provide resources and tools for others to safely and confidently come out of the quote unquote green closet as cannabis consumers. So we can modernize the perception of, you know, people who prefer weed. (laughs) And also I'm teaching um, how to uh, create your own business. And I have former experience in the corporate world for over 15 years. So I'm taking all of my knowledge and sharing that with everyone else so that you can create your own unique career path. Um, Bravo and Blaze is live every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern, like um, Cannabis Mom Boss on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, um, both our podcasts that are available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Nice. Hop in those YouTube chats, y'all. I'll be in there. We can <laughs> yeah. talk, talk some shit. Yes. And we will see all of you back in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Later. <laughs>